You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Welcome to the Seattle Mariners Baseball Podcast. I mean, stop, Seager! Toss on up the first in time to get seven. Three-run homer. Robinson can off the lefty specialist Fernando Abad, and the Mariners lead it five to four. Goodbye baseball. Straight away center field. Cano and Cruz go back to back. And the King, when the Mariners needed him the most, two hits over seven scoreless innings. Now here's your host Gary Hill. Welcome back, Seattle Mariners Baseball Podcast, at Mariners Pod on Twitter, at Gary Hill Jr. if you want to follow me. Mariners, it was a fun weekend at Safeco Field. They take this series over the Mets, so they take a series from the Red Sox, they take a series from the Metropolitans, and now head out onto the road. We have a ton to get to in this podcast. We're going to uh, take a look at the first two games and then have a pretty serious breakdown from the game yesterday, Ryan Roland Smith will get his thoughts. And James Paxton was excellent. Uh, Nelson Cruz, a big home run. Nearly a perfect ball game yesterday to win the series over the Mets. We'll also take a look at the Rangers series coming up. So that's going to happen in this podcast. Also, the week that was, we had, and I've had a few people ask about this already, we had a great conversation with Keith Hernandez yesterday and it everything from his playing career to playing in the kingdom uh, at the all-star game to Seinfeld it's fantastic but to play it on this one the podcast would have been a little long I try and keep it around 20 to 30 minutes this would have extended I think a little too long but I promise you that conversational will be on the podcast tomorrow so tomorrow you can f- look forward to Keith Hernandez and is well worth it. It's a very fun conversation. But this is a good conversation, too, as we get to talk about some Mariners baseball, some winning baseball, although a rocky start to the weekend as the Mariners lose on Friday 7-5. to Mets had built a 4-0 lead in that ball game. The Mariners, though, a four spot in the fifth inning, come roaring back, but we talked about how good the bullpen has been in the month of July, one of the best single months in terms of ERA, but the Mariners give up three runs in the eighth inning, the Mets storm back and get a 7-5 to win in game one, and what made that so difficult was what the Mariners were staring at in game two, Jacob deGrom on the hill in game two, and he was excellent, six innings, ten punch outs, two earned runs, one unearned run, though, the Mariners jumped out, a 3 nothing lead, and able to hold on. They gave up a couple of runs, but they win game two, 3-2, to two, as Edwin Diaz closes it down. Dyson comes up with a huge hit in the game. He had two hits, drove in two runs, so the win was great. The unfortunate part was Mitch Hanniger hit in the face by a fastball, a 95-mile-per-hour fastball, I mean, you hate to say it, he, you know, he's hurt, obviously, he goes on the DL, but it could have been much worse, 95 off the face. It sounds like he'll be out a couple of weeks. So 
he goes on the DL, and Leonis Martin gets called up. Placed on the 40-man, gets called up. So Leonis Martin back with the M's, and he would make a massive impact. So we'll get to that in just a second. Also coming up on the podcast tomorrow with Erasmo Ramirez making the start on Tuesday. We'll talk more about that trade that was made over the weekend as well. So we'll go in-depth on that. Jared Apoto, some comments about Erasmo Ramirez. So we have a ton to get to in the next few days. But let's dive into the game yesterday. James Paxton on the mound. He was outstanding, but it was a big blow early on that set the table. Nelson Cruz just destroyed a baseball. The stretch and the one-two pitch. Swing and a high drive. Deep to left field. This one is way out of here. Going, going, upper deck, halfway left center field. Holy smokes. Nelson Cruz with a tape measure home run into the upper deck in left center. A three-run blast, and I mean a blast. A 3-0 Mariner lead, number 21. What a drive by Nelson Cruz. Nelson Cruz, an absolute bomb. And then Martin back in the lineup, and he makes a tremendous catch early. Here's a swing and a line drive into right field. Martin on the run, slides, tumbles, and he makes the catch. Welcome back, Leonis Martin, just up from Tacoma. Gets the throw into second base, so the runners have to stay. Curtis Granderson robbed on a great diving, rolling catch by Martin, getting the start in right field. And then after that, Martin at the dish, and what do you know, his first at-bat. In the second inning, his first at-bat back, and he goes yard. Here's the pitch to Martin. Swing and a drive deep to right field. Holy smokes, welcome back. And this one is off the windows of the Hit It Here Cafe. Leonis Martin, a great diving catch in the top of the second. A long solo home run here in the bottom of the second inning. Goodbye baseball, his first home run of the year. Leonis Martin is excited to be back in the Mariners. Have a 4-0 lead over the Mets. Yeah, an absolute blast. And the Mariners weren't done as Cano drives in a run to make it 5-zip. And the 2-1 pitch, Robbie. Swing and a line drive over the head of Flores at first fair. Down the right field line. The ball hits the seats and angle out. Here comes Gamble on to score from third. Robbie in its second with career double number 497 and an RBI to go with it. And the Mariners now lead the Mets by a score of 5 to nothing, and we're only in the bottom half of the second. Holy smokes, what a start for the Mariners this afternoon against Seth Lugo and the Mets. Yeah, pouring on runs early, a big lead, and that was great news with James Paxton on the hill. Here's the stretch, and again the 0-2 to Darno, and a swing, and a miss for strike three, and that will retire the side. Strikeout number four for Big Maple, and they're on their feet again up there in Maple Grove. Six innings of six-hit ball, no runs, no walks, eight punch shots on 108 pitches. James Paxton dealing again, keeping the Mets off the board. Mets would get one in the ninth, but not nearly enough as the Mariners put the finishing touches on a series win. And the one-two to Conforto. It is strike three called, and the ball game is over. The Mariners win it 9-1. to one. 
over the New York Mets and James Paxton wins for the sixth consecutive start in the month of July six wins in July more than any pitcher in the history of the Mariners franchise James Paxton with six wins in the month of July and the Mariners get back to the 500 mark for the year the Mariners now 53 and 53 let's hear what the skipper had to say here's Scott service good way to end the homestand you know that uh, uh, again you know the, you look back you know 10 days ago with what was ahead of us with the Yankees and, and the Red Sox and, and the Mets coming in you know you're hoping to win all series obviously we uh, stubbed our toe a little bit against the Yankees in some tough games, but we responded. You know, a good series against Boston, and you know, the last couple of days have really been good here. So, uh, a nice win today. Um, you know, Paxson, what a month! Wow. You know, in July, I think it's six and zero in July, and, and really, you know, uh, kind of leading us, uh, charging up the mountain. I guess is the best way to put it. Um, you know, I didn't even think it was like his best stuff wise today. I thought he was just a tick off uh, with his breaking pitches and uh, but fastball was really good. Got ahead in the count. You know, he pounded the zone and uh, you know, got us where we needed to go. Um, obviously, uh, the long home run by Cruz, uh, you know, Leona's chipping in there. It's great to have him back and, and contributing. Uh, everybody loves Leona's personality, but you know, you got to do it, you know, in between the lines. And so he's off to a good start. But, you know, up and down the lineup today, a lot of good at bats. Um, you know, Seeger continues to swing the bat really well. and. You know, it's, it's a great way to kind of end the home stand, and you know, a lot of energy in the ballpark. You know, I thought our fans were out. The weather was great. It's a good time to go out and enjoy baseball, and we played entertaining baseball. Uh, you know, this this home stand. So hopefully, it continues here on the road trip. How important was that to start playing well? No doubt. You know, we need to play. You know, uh, at the top of our game, and everybody has to be contributing up and down the lineup. Uh, pitching staff wise bullpen everybody's got to chip in you know we, we know what's ahead of us uh, we will embrace what is ahead of us we are not going to shy away from it uh, you look at the schedule way back in january when i first got asked about it and uh, right from the get-go it is what it is you know we've played a lot of home games we've played good at home at some points and we've not so good at other points but uh, you know we have an interesting august ahead of us uh, it'll be very challenging to find out a lot about our club but you know it's good to finish up on a high note here at home yeah, no, he's a really good athlete and just a natural outfielder. His first step quickness and his his instincts out there are, are tremendous. He hasn't been in right field in, I think, four or five years. And to come in on that ball, top spin hook by Granderson, you know, big play in the game uh, early on, obviously. And, you know, uh, he's not afraid. Uh, that's for sure about Leonis. He's always going to have a smile on his face and, and give you a, a great effort out there. So good way to kind of. You know, welcome him in, and then he you know follows up with a homer and, and another hit later on. So nice to have him back. You probably had a couple hits too, and it's been tougher stretch. Yeah, really, really good to see Robbie get going uh, today. We're going to need him. You know, when we get on the road, you got to hit on the road. To win on the road, you got to hit, and that'll be you know, the bit, guys in the middle of our lineup. Obviously, Siegs has been really good since the All Star break. You know, Nelly hit the bomb today, but you know, Robbie kind of getting on time. You know, he was on time today, and it's so important for him. He's got a great swing. Sometimes you get off kilter, you're not on time, you're a little late, and you're in between, and it's good to see him get back today. A few clean innings from Pagan give you even more confidence in him. Yeah, he's throwing the ball really good. He has a lot of confidence in himself right now, and he should. You know, he's attacking the strike zone, he's making pitches, he's he's landing his breaking ball. Uh, you know, he's an interesting guy. He's like, it's sometimes it's, it's nice to watch young guys. They, they come into the big leagues, do I really belong? And all of a sudden, you have a couple of those outings like, hey, I can pitch here, I can get these guys out. And that's where he's at right now. He has a ton of confidence, and we're going to continue to use him in higher leverage situations here as we move on in the season. M's win the series. Gary Hill, Ryan Roland Smith here. And 
Well, there's a ton of directions we can go here, but Ryan, I want to start with James Paxton. I've been very anxious to get your take about what you saw in this one because to me, a game like this points out at this point how good he is because I didn't think he had his best stuff by any means in this one, yet he can still go six innings against a team with a dangerous middle of the order and hang zeros. And to me, that is really the, the next level kind of thing. It is the next level. There's a few things about James Paxton in this month that really stood out to me, and, and you said it today, 108 pitches over six innings. Mm. Pitch count got up there quick because he was, and I'm, I feel crazy saying this because you're looking at eight right. strikeouts, six innings, right. but this is kind of the standard he's setting. The 108 pitches, you know, you can, you can go back to uh, not able to put guys away with two strikes right away, and I feel like having the ability to do what he does and to keep getting better and better as the game went on, you notice that slider just got absolutely dirty by the end of it. Yeah. Flores got two, two hits off, off uh, James Paxton early in this game, and then third, at bat, third time through the order, third look he's had at James Paxton, he had no shot against that slider. <laughs> and that's, to me, that's next-level, elite company-type stuff. A uh, couple games ago, uh, when he was pitching against the Yankees, he was out there, and he got in a jam. Sorry, against the Red Sox. Mm-hmm. He got in a jam in that seventh inning. Runners on first and third, none out. And you look at if when, when guys are, you know, when everything feels automatic, you've got a good tempo, and you can start cruising. The guys that can get in jams, get out of them. We've seen Felix Hernandez do it for years. The elite guys, Clayton Kershaw does this. Verlander, when he's was at his peak, this is what they do. They get in jams, and they have another gear. And we saw that from James Paxson early on this month. So, to cut, and also, one other thing, I mean, we can sit here and talk James Paxson all day long. <laughs> Which is great. Yeah. I don't mind at all. Oh, yeah. But coming off, having that DL stint, that can derail you. Mm. And you can go one way or the other. We, we started to see a little bit of a snowball effect when he started going to his, his off-speed stuff a little bit more. But in between the starts, that's when it counts. The work you're putting in in the bullpen to get back on track to what, what are my strengths? He knows what his strengths are. He understands what he has to do in different situations. He's really evolving as that elite elite style pitcher in this league. I mean, you look at his month in July, a 1-3-7 ERA. Opponents batted 182 against him, 46 strikeouts, 8 walks, 0 homers in 6 starts. That is dealing. That's incredible. And then also, you know, the four extra base, base hits. Today, he gave up a bunch of hits. And we talked about, you know, putting guys away. A lot of hits with two strikes. Right. But all singles. Mm. You know, just, just emergency hacks. You know, you, you look at that today. There, there are no extra base hits today. That tells you a lot, too. You know what? You, he, you, know, you, you can get him at two strikes and, and you can, you know, put, put bat on ball or whatever. But the, the contact is going to be pretty weak. And, and that's just goes to tell you something about the stuff he's putting out there. I mean, the only American League starter that had a better ERA in July was Chris Sale. So that is pretty good company right there. They win this one going away, a 9-1 to final. Mariners win the game. They win the series. Now head out onto the road. But let's hear from Martin and his return. Uh, with, like, he pulled the ball really hard and will kind of go to, to the side, running away from me. Yeah, he, was, he, did, he hit the ball hard. How about just this day in, in general? You get back to the major leagues. You made a big-time catch. First swing goes out of the park. What's... Man, that was a really exciting moment for me. And he uh, was a little bit excited, too. You know, like, being a long time not playing in the minor league. In the minor league. And, uh, you know, I was trying to keep calm a little bit. And 
you know, thanks God, I put a good swing on in my, my feather bat, and, you know, really sad, especially we get the wind. Did you keep calm in the dugout, though? I'm trying, man. Yeah, <laughs> I'm trying. No. It's like, I don't know, <laughs> I'm trying to stay focused when I'm ending in the game, and, you know, keep tracking the pitch of what was was doing, and uh, I'm trying to be, like, a little bit concentrated in the ball game. Ryan, I was thinking about Leonis, you know, that home run. And you know about this. You know about the grind getting back to the big leagues. And it had to be – I mean, who knows what he'll do the rest of the way. But in that moment, had to be so satisfying as he's rounding the bases back in the big leagues after swatting that home run. Yeah, I do want to dive into this a little bit because, you know, and, you know, he's given an interview and it's all, you know, everything's positive. He hit a home run. Yeah, the, the Mariners crushed the Mets today mm-hmm. and everything else. But that had to be a, such an emotional moment. Even yeah. when, he, when, the, when the manager called me in the office in Triple and said, hey, he called me, I guarantee he would have been thinking, okay, do I get traded? Where right. am I going? This and that. To, for the, ma- the manager to, 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 give, to give him that, you know, give him the call saying, you're going back to Seattle. It's got to be an emotional time. Yeah. And to walk, and to walk into, into this, into Safeco Field and hit that home run. 2009, it reminded me, 2009, I make the team out of spring training. I had a really good year in 2008. I, I start the year off. I've got elbow issues. And uh, things, didn't, things didn't go my way. I ended up getting optioned down. I mean, we can, there's a lot of things that went on. And there was a lot of, a lot of emotion, good and bad, mm-hmm. uh, once I got sent down. And you have to scratch and claw your way to get back up. Every time you go, he'll go two for four, three for four, whatever in a game, hit a home run down in AAA. And then, you know, probably jump on Twitter or or check if anyone's noticing, who's noticing. And then he's got to watch these other outfielders do their thing. And he feels like he's buried. It's got to be a tough stretch, especially when you've been an established big leaguer as long as he has and been an exciting player, big part of this team coming out of spring training. You know, to, to, to go through that and to come back, it's, you know, it, it makes me emotional watching him you know, come back and do that and hit the, the home run. Yeah, that I give him a lot of credit. And to your point, I mean, especially off the 40-man roster yeah. was the reality of the situation as well. And he's had some really big moments in a Mariners uniform. He's played yeah. some great defense in center field, but, you know, he's had some walk-off moments. And he's played really well for this team. And to have him come back and impact things like this and he'll get some chances here the next couple of weeks yeah. with Henniger down six scoreless again six hits let's head downstairs and hear from the Mariners starter I mean it's pretty cool you know uh, things have been going really well um, great defense behind me getting run scored you know it doesn't can't do it without the guys that are playing behind me scoring runs and uh, doing their job too and you know today I got some great defense again Leonis came back and he made that play out in, uh, in right field throw by Dyson in the first inning you know that's stuff like that helps you win baseball games the way that you were getting them in on the hands to the right-handed hitters, what does it tell you about your command and where you are with just your stuff? You know, I'm feeling pretty good. Today wasn't my best. You know, my location wasn't very good today, and uh, my breaking ball wasn't its best. But, um, you know, I, I battled, and uh, Z did a great job behind the plate mixing pitches, and uh, we, we got through it pretty well. What does it say when you say it's not your best? You throw six shutout innings, strikeout eight, walk nine. I didn't know where to put the bat. That means things are going well. Okay. <laughs> you know, uh, I was able to use the high fastball well today. Um, you know, got a lot of swings and misses on that. And then the cutter show, showed up later in the game. Early, I didn't have it. Uh, didn't have it going very well, but uh, made some pitches with my fastball and breaking ball when I had to. Have you ever won six games in a month in your career in anything? No, I, I haven't. Um, this is a first for me, and uh, it's it's a it's a good feeling, you know. And uh, 
I just want to help the team get to where we want to get to. You mentioned the Leonis catch. I mean, they had traffic on, and if that gets down or gets by him, that's a double, and it could have changed things after he got this back. Absolutely. You know, those, that's going to be a run scored right there if uh, he doesn't make that play. So him making that catch was, was huge for, for this team. What kind of confidence boost is it to say that you didn't have your best stuff? You still put up that line, and you know that you can battle through when you need to and make the adjustments. Yeah, that's what it's all about, you know, being able to pitch when you don't have your best stuff. And, uh, you know, I've gotten better at that um, over this year, not having my best stuff sometimes and just finding a way to get it done. And, you know, you also get it done with defensive plays, guys making great plays behind you, and that helps out big time. Um, and then, you know, later in the game, I found my breaking stuff a bit better and located a few balls better, and that, um, you know, got me, got me through the later innings. So tomorrow, first pitch, 5.05 from the heat of Texas, although I don't know how much hotter it will be than, than here this week, but it's going to be hot as always. Felix Hernandez, 5-4 and four with a 4.08 ERA. Cole Hamels, 5-1 and one with a 3.97. Game one of the series Big ball game, great pitching matchup. We'll see what the Mariners can do in Texas. Yeah, you know, Felix getting back to his ways. We start to see, you know, that, that streak where he can put together. But, you know, last outing, I thought he looked really good up until, you know, the sixth inning when uh, a couple big at-bats against Dustin Pedroia. But, you know, it's a chance for him. He's pitching Texas a lot. They're familiar with him. He's familiar with that lineup. So uh, let's hope he can get back. And if we can see James Paxton and Felix back-to-back, yes. back, just keep dominating. I'm telling you, it's going to – cause that ripple effect through the rest of his rotation. Scheduled for Erasmo against Darvish on Tuesday, also 5.05, and then Wednesday, 5.05, Miranda against Kashner. That's how the series stacks up. This is the week that was. A look back on highlights and events of the Mariners past week. On Mariners Magazine. The 0-2 pitch of the way and a swing and a foul tip into the glove of Mike Zunino for strike three. Paxton striking out Dustin Pedroia and that is strikeout number five for Big Maple. James Paxton takes care of the Red Sox again. One, two, three here in the top of the fourth. Twelve in a row set down by the lefty from Ladner. What a night for Paxton. I could hear them screaming A, A when I uh, had got the two strikes. That was, that was pretty fun. A. The pause of the Paxton 2-2. Swing and a miss for strike three. Another slider and once again even further outside. Benintendi going deep sea fishing inside the other batter's box. That is eight strikeouts for James Paxton. Yeah, you know, my arm just felt really good today. Had the big fastball and it was just coming out easy today. The, I wasn't, you know, thinking about going out there and throwing 98-99. That was, that was what was coming out today. A. Paxton's 1-2. Curveball is a strike three called second time. Chris Young has been caught admiring the hook from James Paxton tonight. As Paxton has now tied a career best 10 strikeouts tonight against the Red Sox. The 0-1 pitch. Swing and a drive. Deep to left field. Going and going. It is gone. Cantina fair down the left field line a three run home run with two outs by Guillermo Heredia his sixth home run of the season the pitch swinging a high fly out towards left center field some carry Bradley is looking he is watching it is gone this game is tied at four Mike Zanino's 15th of the season, and we are right back where we started. He 
Brady delivers to Zanino, and it's in the dirt. The ball gets up by Leon. Here comes Gantle on the score. Ball game tied at five. Heredi to third. The throw to 30 slides. He is safe at third. The 0-2 to Segura. Swing and a ground ball up the middle. In behind second, Bogarts. He's got an off-balance on the first. Not in time. The man is winning. Heredi will score. Segura with an infield base hit. The man. It's always good. Uh, it's always good when you come out on the winning end. But uh, uh, it, it was a good game by everybody yesterday. I mean, our bullpen did a great job as usual. Uh, I mean, keeping us in that thing. And uh, offense stepped up when we needed it too. And it was uh, just a fun game to be a part of. Meet the Mets. Meet the Mets. Step right up and greet the Mets. Miranda's 0-2 toss. Swing and a tick foul right back to the glove of Mike Zunino, who holds on to it. A career-best 10 strikeouts for Ariel Miranda through six innings tonight against the Mets and he has sat down the last 11 New York hitters in a row. Here is the stretch and the one two to Dyson is swung on soft line drive into center field that's going to drop in a base hit. Who's coming in to score waving in the runner behind him Seager. Seager will score around the third goes Guillermo Heredia. Gerard Dyson with a line drive single into center field. Two runs are in, and the Mariners have a 2 nothing lead over the Mets here in the bottom of the second on a clutch base hit by Gerard Dyson. The payoff pitch. Swinging a ground ball up the middle, and it's into center field for a base hit. Ben Gamble, a single to begin the bottom of the third. Now a 15-game hitting streak for the Mariners outfielder, Ben Gamble. And the 1-2 on the way. Swing and a miss for strike three. He got him striking out Cabrera for the final out of the ball game, and the Mariners win it. A final score on three to two. The skies you've ever seen are in Seattle, and the hills the greenest green in Seattle, like a beautiful child growing up free and wild. See you later. Hey, Rob Bradford here. You guys know I'm always up for a good MVP story, and one of the best stories is Wasabi Technology. Wasabi is the world's hottest cloud storage company, and it's become the go-to provider for professional and collegiate sports teams, including 20 major league baseball teams like the Red Sox and NHL teams like the Bruins and Vancouver Canucks. Even the Liverpool Football Club is getting in on the Wasabi action. So why is Wasabi the MVP? Well, Wasabi was purpose-built to free businesses from skyrocketing storage costs and unpredictable transaction fees that the Amazons of the world are charging. In fact, Wasabi is up to 80% less than those hyperscalers and doesn't charge a cent for businesses to access their data. From Wasabi's AI-enabled intelligent media storage, Wasabi Air, to the industry's only cloud storage service with triple protection against cyber criminals, data deletion, and ransomware, Wasabi's taking the lead in driving innovation in data storage and helping sports teams to unleash the power of their data. Wasabi, another Boston-based championship team.